whether you're about to board a plane right now, in a week, a month, a year, or, or never at all, let's address something really quick. Everyone, can you explain to me, if you have an economy ticket, why you feel the need to still sit as close as you possibly can to the front? If, if we're kicking legroom out the window, first class is not an option, you just got the cheapest ticket possible and you're just kind of running with it. Why do we sit at the front of the plane at that point? What the front the, the front of economy, I should say. is the, Are we thinking it's boosting the value of our ticket? Are we thinking we're almost making money off the trip? Like, I don't, what's the thought process there? I'm not sure I understand. I don't understand that. I actually know people who will take a middle seat at the very front of economy and disregard the fact that they could have an aisle seat at the very back of the plane. And don't hit me with the, oh, I'm 5'9 on a good day. I don't need to take the aisle seat. I'll save it for someone who has leg room. Everyone, the back of the plane, those rules don't really apply. Look, I'm 5'9 and 3 fourths on a good day. I feel no shame in taking an aisle seat in the back. And if your thought process is, I just want to get off the plane as soon as possible. If you've been on the plane for two and a half hours already, what's stopping you for staying five more minutes? Oh, I want to get to baggage claim and get my bags and leave. Everyone, if you sit at the front of the plane and you're in economy, you're going to get to baggage claim and still wait five minutes for the bags to come around. And here's the worst part about that. It is unbelievably eerie at the baggage claim. It's kind of like a deserted building, Right. And then all of a sudden, it's like you don't think anyone's there, but then this red alarm goes off, alerting you that the bags had come out, and then the bags come out and things start working up, and then you look around and everyone looks half dead because they were just on a plane for five hours. And it's kind of weird. It's eerie. Is this The Walking Dead? I've never seen that show. I'm just assuming it's kind of like that. You can wait five extra minutes. The back of the plane is a place where I think most rules in society don't really apply, but it's for the better, right? Like, I personally... As much as I would love to be able to wear sunglasses inside on a regular basis, right, and no one would want to take them off and, and kind of, you know, poke fun at me or just take them off and run away, but they just acknowledge, hey, he's got sunglasses on, man, he's doing his thing. Good for him. Good for him. I can do that at the plane. No one questions me when I have my sunglasses on because they, they, they assume either one of two things. He's not feeling too hot. Let's let him get his rest. Or I think he's asleep. It's a sweet science. It really is. It's, it's the relationship management. Um, it's the situational awareness that I really think sets the back of the plane and, and interacting there apart from really any other flying experience you can get. Let's say I'm boarding. Usually, you know, I'm averaging the B10 to B42 range. Okay, great. I get on. I'm not in the, I'm not in the front, but I have no need to sit anywhere near to the front, so it doesn't really apply to me. It gives me just enough time to go to the back of the plane, get that prime aisle seat. doesn't matter if it's on the left or the right. Slip my bag underneath, but I don't sit down. And here's the key. As in this moment, um, the move to the back of the plane is either legitimized or delegitimized. There's no going back. You can't turn around. People are already filing in. Once you have your bag underneath, you don't sit down. You're in the aisle. People got to get in anyway. You immediately, immediately address and ask how the flight attendants are doing. You see, is this the first, second leg of the flight? How are we feeling overall? And look, I think this is key for a few reasons. One, it's just putting yourself out there. I'd like to think it's going to lighten your mood, but at the same time, lighten theirs. You know, they're dealing with people all day. So going out of your way to see how are you doing, that goes a long way. Two, that gives you a little more leeway when it comes to the drinks and snacks section. Look, all of a sudden, uh, we were going from having one pouch of peanuts and a Sprite to seven pouches of peanuts and pretzels. And at this point, if we're going that far, hey, look, I'll have a couple cans of Deja Blue Peas. Everyone, that's canned water. 
That's canned water. And it's that immediately, it's the establishing of the relationship off the bat. Maybe you pound a deja blue before you get in your seat. Wheels up, clock out for an hour, no big deal. I struggle to see a reality similar to that happening if I'm at the middle of the plane or better yet, at the front of economy. Yeah, wait, side tangent. You're at the front of economy, you're still at the middle of the plane. I, what do we... That doesn't. That still doesn't make sense to me. But no, let's just say you chose the middle seat at the front of economy, and you just completely neglected the fact that you ha- could have had a very prime aisle seat at the back of the plane. Oh, midway flight, um, seatbelt. Uh, the seatbelt sign is actually turned off, and you have to use the restroom. You're in the middle seat, so now you have to initiate contact with your flight partner. Say, excuse me, I need to use the restroom. Do you mind? Uh, you've already done something very bad already done something very bad because not only now does your person who you're actually sitting with have to wait for you in your entire journey there look if they're about to doze off or at this point look they're sitting in and they, they can't even think about sleeping or moving on with their next activity considering the fact that they're going to have to get back up again undo their seatbelt the whole shebang now let's look at your end there's a story there too look you walk to the back of the plane only to realize that there's someone in the laboratory so now your hips are literally at eye level with some random stranger who was smart enough to take the backseat of the plane. So not only has your reality gotten a little worse, you just made someone else's a little worse too. God forbid there's two other people in line with you. That's a problem too. We're backed up at that point. Efficiency? Yeah, no, I don't think so. If I'm at the back of the plane and I need to use the restroom, it literally is as simple as this. Posture up over my right shoulder, not 90 degrees, maybe 120. Oh, it's occupied. I'll wait and establish my place in line. Oh, it's not. I'll go. Are you serious? I, I, no one's Clark Kent. No one can see if the lavatory is occupied or if it's available uh, from the middle of the plane, or should I say the front of economy. Everyone, here's my thing. When you're flying your everyday commercial airline, board how you want. But for me, while you all are in the front, or should I say middle of the aircraft, I'll be in the back, cooling, drinking a deja blue with a few new friends. Or I'll be asleep. It doesn't matter. I'll be enjoying myself.